let the church say amen. amen. From the book of Lamentations. Lamentations. Chapter 3. Lamentations chapter 3. It's all right to use the index. That's what it's there for. <laughs> Lamentations chapter 3. Begin reading with verse 19. 19. These are the words you find. Remembering my affliction, my misery, wormwood and the gall, my soul hath them still in remembrance and is humbled in me. This I recall in my mind. Uh, therefore, I have hope. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. Amen. Since we're in this season, I, I want to take that text, and this is what I want to talk about. I, I want to talk about what do you need for Christmas? I know somebody thought I read it wrong. You, Pastor, you mean what do I want? <laughs> no, I mean what you need. What do you, what do you need? Christmas. Why do we give gifts <clears throat> at Christmas time? Where, where did that start? What, why do we do that? What is that? Tradition? What is that? Well, we give gifts because we are modeling what God did. God gave this world, the gift of his only begotten son. That was a gift to us. The greatest gift that has ever been given in this world. God gave us that gift. And the reason why we give gifts, supposedly, is because we are modeling what God did. God gave a gift, and so we model that by giving each other's Gifts. The thing that I need to point out with you, to you this morning, though, is that God gave the world not what it wanted. God gave the world what the world needed. Are y'all following me? That, that was always, and, and, and when I think back over life, let me travel back used to be a few years, now it's a good many years. 
Christmas time was just a wonderful time around the house because mom and dad, and I always, I was so grateful because I know they didn't really have a lot, but it really didn't matter because they, they did little stuff. And, uh, I remember waking up on Christmas morning and we would get uh, this little, little cat busters, and red wagon, and wasn't a whole lot, but it, it was just, be- just a thought of getting stuff. We, they, they'd give us, they'd give us things, and, and it was just such an exciting thing. It was never much, but we were just. But then, when we would get through opening our little gifts at home, we head to Granny's house, <laughs> and, and Granny. Bless the Lord, Granny, and, and she had two sisters, ain't soon and ain't old, all lived together. And they, uh, and then, then my Aunt Maddie, they all lived there. Maddie worked downtown, and she, uh, she worked in one of the shops downtown, so she knew how to wrap a gift. She, beautiful wrap gifts. We would go over there, and you sort of knew after a few years, you know, you get there, and they, they'd hand you these beautifully wrapped gifts. And you, you know, and you know, you, it was always the same reason. You just thank them, just bless the Lord for it. But the gifts that they gave, uh, you'd open it up, you'd just, you know, open it up. And this thick flannel shirt, <laughs> you know, them big old thick shirts you couldn't hardly move in, you know, thick, real thick flannel shirt. You know, you take it and you would thank them, you'd thank them, but inside your mind, <laughs> you. <laughs> Yeah, they, they, the gift, you open the gifts and open it up and, and, and look, look in. and they, they, <laughs> It wasn't nothing to play with. It was, uh, uh, what they call them things? Unions? <laughs> yeah, 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 unions. And they were gifts like that, you know, <laughs> pair of gloves and stuff like that. Now, now, you wasn't about to act like you didn't appreciate it. You appreciated whatever it was that they got. But the difference is, they were not concerned about what you want. Are y'all hearing me? They, 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 they were spending their hard-earned money. They wouldn't care about what you want. They were giving what you need. Are y'all hearing this? Yeah, yeah, even those who are in the Santa Claus and all that, and we thank God for the, for the memories and all that. But he doesn't ask, he doesn't get a child on his lap and say, what you, what you need? <laughs> that child will look at them, look, look at him like crazy. No, what you want. We are conditioned to that thing that we want. People get insulted when you give them what they need. We were looking at the TV yesterday and something on the TV, a man in trouble. Matter of fact, they looked like they headed to divorce court. He got his wife some exercise equipment. <laughs> and I, at first, I thought it was a pretty good idea, but my wife said, no, no, no. <laughs> no. But truth is, God did not give mankind what mankind wanted. God gave mankind what mankind needed. Come with me now. Let me show you something. The Bible teaches that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That same Bible teaches that the wages of sin is death. Are y'all hearing this? 
So when you put all of that together, so if you, if, you, if you sum that up, if all have sinned and come short of the glory of God and the wages of sin is death, why are we still here? Why, why are we still here? Let me give it to you in a nutshell. Let me give it to you in a nutshell. We are here because God is more concerned with what we need than he is with what we want. And what we need in life, what we need is new mercies and unfailing compassion. I don't know if you know you need that or not, but let, let me assure you, you do need every morning new mercies. And you need unfailing compassion. This seems to be on the mind of this weeping prophet Jeremiah. Jeremiah writes this book and he's lamenting. That's why the name is Lamentation. He's lamenting over the, the trials of the people. For 40 years, Jeremiah suffered. He suffered, suffered rejection and abuse trying to warn the people of Jerusalem, trying to warn them of a coming judgment. But no matter how hard he tried, they, they, nobody listened to anything that Jeremiah had to say. They kept on in their wicked ways, but soon uh, after a while, that judgment finally came. Nebuchadnezzar and the king, King Nebuchadnezzar, invaded the city and took the people away and put them in captivity, put them in slavery. So now, now that judgment has come, now that Everything that Jeremiah told them was going to happen has happened. Now they are lamenting. They're crying. They're, they, they, they're sad. They're down and out. So like a child, you remember, you know, child used to, you know, child, child, you tell the child, stop, 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 and they don't stop. And then when you finally grab the belt, now they're looking surprised. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that's the kind of thing. They... Yeah, now they're in captivity and now they're crying, yeah, because they would not listen in the beginning. So here are the people of God, they are lamenting, they are lamenting and they, they, are, they, are, they are lamenting and they are, they are in sorrow because they remembered, according to the word of God, they were thinking about how good we had it. Chapter 1, verse 7 says, Jerusalem remembered the day of her affliction, in the day of her affliction and and her misery is all of the pleasant things that she had in the days of old. You don't miss your water until the well runs dry. Next part of tragedy, the next part of the tragedy that they were going through is that, that it's tragic enough that, that you're going through all of this, but the tragedy is they had been warned. They had been warned. Jeremiah tried to tell them, but they would not heed his warning. And the whole book of Jeremiah is a warning. It's, they're warning the people of Judah, trying to tell them about the wrath of God to come. He's trying to tell them how they ought to walk with God, how they ought to turn away from idols. He's trying to tell them that they've got to be true to their covenant with God, but nobody listened. And now it's reaping time. Now they're in captivity. They are yeah, in captivity, and according to the word of God, they are weeping, lamenting because of their situation. So now, Jeremiah is writing again. He's writing this book 
of sad songs. He's writing this book, and, and this book of Lamentations tells about their suffering. You got to love Jeremiah. You got to love Jeremiah because Jeremiah, even as they suffer, yeah, Jeremiah, I, 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 I think I would have, and most of us in here would have had to at least tell him I told you. Most of us would, would have a, would say, you know, I tried to tell you. He didn't do that. What he did was he continued to try to comfort them. Even after they failed God, he's trying to take on the role of a grief counselor and trying to work them through their grief. These folk are struggling. Temple is being destroyed. They're in slavery. They've been brought to destitution. Now, the next thing we got to remember, while Jeremiah is trying to encourage them. Next thing you need to know is that Jeremiah is not on the outside looking in. He's a slave too. Are y'all hearing me? He, he's having to go through the same thing. Everything they're going through, he's having to go through. He's in captivity just like everybody else. He's feeling the same pain as everybody else. He's experiencing the same agony as everybody else. Listen to him in verse 3. He says in verse 3, I'm a man who has seen affliction. I've seen the, the rod of God's wrath. He says, just like everybody else. Yeah, yeah I, God is backhanding me two or three times. It's right there in the book. Yeah, he's giving me the back of his hand. He's trying to let them know I'm suffering right along with you. He's saying, I know what it is to mess up. Know what it is to be, to go through something. I know what it is to be on the wrong side of God. But it says, though, that, 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 that that's really, but, but, but when I really think about it, I know what it is. I know it's tough. But when I think about it, when I remember my affliction and when I remember the bitterness of God's wrath, look at what he's got on his mind, 19. He says, when I'm thinking about my afflictions, when I'm thinking about my misery, the, worm, the wormwood and the gall, how bitter this thing, uh, strangely enough, when I think about it, it doesn't make me bitter, it makes me better. I, I think about it, it's tough going through some stuff, but when I really think about it, it doesn't make me bitter, it makes me better. Look at it, look at it, read it right out of the book. I start thinking about that thing and all of the stuff that I have put myself through, all of the wrong that I have done, all of the mistakes that I have made along the way, when I really think about all of that, something pops up in my mind. <laughs> when I really think about me and think about where I ought to be and where I could have been, Something pops up in my mind, something that really gives me a ray of hope. This I recall in my mind. Yeah, this thing that gives me hope. What is it, Jeremiah, that comes up in your mind? What is it that gives you hope? Here is the thing that gives him hope. He said, the thing that comes to my mind is that, yeah, it is of the Lord's mercies that I'm not consume. Let me break it down to you another way. He's saying as bad as it is, it should have been worse. Are y'all hearing me? As bad as it is, when I really think about it, when I really think about where I could have been, when I really think about what God could have done, 
Oh, y'all, this I recall, and, and it gives me hope. And the thing that comes into my mind is uh, that it is only the Lord's mercies that has kept me from being consumed. Are y'all hearing me? In other words, what he's saying, what he's saying, I, I can't even be mad. I can't even be mad because if it wasn't for the Lord's mercy. Y'all hear me? Wasn't for the Lord's mercy, I'd already been dead. Are y'all hear me? A long time ago. I wonder if I got at least one witness up in the house. Are y'all hearing me? This, this ain't the time to tell your neighbor. <laughs> Are y'all hear me? You ain't going to tell them the truth no how. Yeah, but some of the stuff that you have been in, some, some of the stuff you have put yourself in. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, yeah. You don't have to tell nobody. You know what it was. Is there anybody who knows that if it had not been for the Lord's mercy, I would have been dead right now. I'd have been dead and sleeping if it had not been. Oh, we, 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 would, we would all be, every one of us, we would be bodily consumed. We would be, y'all hear me? We would be bodily con- consumed. Aren't you glad? See, this is the kind of stuff we don't think about. Aren't you glad you don't look like what you've been through? Aren't you glad? Somebody ought to be shouting right about now. Aren't you glad that you don't look like what you have been through? We we don't know when to shout. (sighs) I I, I, I was, this week I was in Nashville and the the Gaylord, anybody ever been to Gaylord? It's a huge place, a whole lot of walking. You got to walk a whole, whole lot now. I, I was walking to class one day, and you got to understand the construction of this place. This ain't, ain't nothing close. And that was an old fella who was struggling. He, he was trying, he had, had some big piece of luggage, and he was trying to pull that and carry one. And he was just struggling along, just struggling along. And, and the spirit in me just would not let me walk by that man. Just when I, when I caught up with him, I didn't know him. He didn't know me. I just grabbed his luggage. I just grabbed his luggage, and I began to pull his luggage, and he kept trailing around, trailing along. He was going along, and I pulled his luggage up to the top of this incline, got it to the top of the incline. And when, when I got to the top of the incline, uh, he, said, he said, young man, I, I just thank you so much. You don't know how much I appreciate it. He said, let me tell you something. He said, I, 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 if the Lord let me live, I'll be 60 years old next year. <laughs> My spirit wouldn't let me tell him. <laughs> my, my spirit wouldn't tell, tell me, wouldn't let me tell him. But when I finally got to my room, I just started praising God. I, I just started praising. Are y'all hearing me? Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, if it wasn't for the Lord's mercy. Are y'all hearing me? Oh, 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 it ain't like I go to the gym every day. Are y'all hearing me? Matter of fact, it ain't like I go to the gym no day. It's the Lord's mercy. (laughs) 
It ain't, it ain't like I eat all the right stuff. It ain't like I've got the right kind of diet. No, it ain't nothing but the Lord's. <laughs> nothing but the Lord's mercy. Wasn't my Lord mercy. Somebody could have been pulling my luggage. Wasn't, wasn't for the Lord's mercies. If it wasn't for the Lord's mercies, all of us could be intellectually consumed. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In a world like we're living in right now, it's a wonder all of us ain't stone crazy. You watch bad news 24 hours a day. The world seems like it's spinning out of control. And yeah, yeah, you keep hearing this. Don't, don't take it too lightly. This global warming thing. Are y'all hearing me? Things are warming up. And now the world don't know this, but you and I know that the next time the world leaves, it's going to be destroyed by fire. Are y'all hearing me? And the world is warming up. If you wanted to, uh, you could be slapped out of your mind. But the only reason you got a good mind in here this morning, it is the Lord's. You ought to say, thank God for keeping my mind. Thank you. You went through something this week that could have run you out of your mind. Are you hearing me? You're carrying something right now that could have carried you out of your mind. You better say, thank God for keeping my mind. It is of the Lord's. It is of the Lord's mercy. Wasn't of the Lord's mercy, we would be morally consumed. Go on and admit it, we ain't been all of that. We ain't been all of that. Are you hearing me? We go where we ain't got no business. We do where we ain't got no business doing. Think what we ought not be thinking. Are y'all hearing me? But God continues to look beyond our faults. And he sees our needs. If it wasn't for the Lord's mercies. Yeah, Jeremiah. Jeremiah says, I look back and I recall and I realize that if God wanted to take me out, I've given him every opportunity. I've given him every opportunity to take me out. But the only reason I'm still alive, the only reason I'm still not consumed is because his mercies are new every morning. The only reason I'm still standing yeah, is not because of how good I am, but it's because of his compassions. And don't read it too fast. It ain't compassion, it's compassions. They fail not. His mercy, are y'all hearing me? Not his mercy, his mercies. They are new every morning. Somebody ought to shout, God, thank you. The older I get, the older I get, the more I realize that there are some things that I thought I just had to have that I could really do without. Yes, sir. 
Oh, y'all, it, it comes with old age. I, I don't expect the children in here. I don't expect the young people to see this, uh, but you finally live long enough that you come to realize that some of the stuff I thought I had to have. Anybody live that long? Anybody? Some of the stuff I thought I had to have. I've come to realize I can do without. Are y'all hearing me? The older I get, Christmas changes. Christmas is a whole different holiday because, first of all, I can't think of nothing I want. <laughs> y'all ain't hearing me. I, I say, I can't think of a thing in this world that money can buy that I want. I have honestly lived long enough. Are y'all hearing me? That I can't think of anything that I want that can be bought. Oh, I, I, do, I do. I appreciate gifts. I appreciate my wife gave me the most beautiful gift of my birthday. She'll tell you about it. Love it, but I didn't need it. Y'all ain't hearing me. I, I, love it. I, did, I don't know anything else that I need. But I tell you what I do need. Tell you what I do need. Every morning. <laughs> Y'all ain't hearing me. Every morning. When I rise. I need a fresh supply of God's mercy. Are y'all hearing me? Every morning when I rise, I need a fresh supply of God's mercy. And the good news today is I don't have to be bowed down in guilt and shame because every morning, yeah, his mercies are new every morning and his compassions, they never fail. I'm just like Jeremiah. I look toward heaven, throw my head back and say, great is our faith. Great is our faith. Yes. Thank God today, yeah. Y'all ain't hearing me, yeah. I thank God uh, for giving us a gift yeah, that all of us needed, yeah. I'm almost through, yeah. But let me tell you, when I think back over life, yeah, those unions I didn't appreciate, yeah. That family shirt I didn't appreciate, yeah. Those gloves I couldn't appreciate, yeah. Until one morning, yeah. I woke up, yeah, and it was 10 degrees outdoors. Yeah. I went looking through the drawers, yeah, going everywhere, yeah, trying to find my union, yeah, trying to find my shirt. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? I didn't know the value uh, until I needed it. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? Uh, you may not need Jesus now. Yeah. Are y'all hearing me? Yeah. You may not need him now, yeah, but just a few more risings uh, and settings of the song. You may think you don't need him now, yeah, but when you face sick days, yeah, you may not need him now, yeah, but when trouble comes, yeah, may not need him now, uh, but when you face uh, the chilly hand of death, yeah, you're going to find him. Uh, got good news uh, for God so that he gave his only begotten son. He came, picked up my cross, 
died for my sins, laid in my grave. But early Sunday morning, he got up with all power in his hand. Yes, yes, oh, yes. I was always taught. I was always taught from a child that any time anybody give you something, don't matter what it is, any time somebody give you something, even if you ain't got good religion, you ought to have good manners. And if somebody gives you something, you ought to have enough good sense to say thank you. Yeah. Is there anybody here? Yeah. Is there anybody here yeah. who will just look toward heaven and say, Lord, uh, I thank you. Uh, I thank you. Uh, thank you, Jesus, uh, for my journey. You brought me. season of gift giving now question what do you need what do you need what do you need for Christmas I'm here to tell you if you don't have Jesus if you don't have Jesus don't cut yourself short you, you need him whether you realize it or not you need Jesus if you're here today if you're here today the good news is I come to offer him. I come to offer him to you right now. If you're here and you're unsaved, the greatest gift that has ever been given was given by God himself. Gave his son for you. Will you accept him today? If I will confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus. Believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead. Thou shalt be saved. If you're here, if you're here today, this is your day. You ought to be moving right now. You want to celebrate Christmas. You, you ought to be coming this way right now. Yeah, yeah, yes. Jesus.